Hey everyone, it's Selena. Um, I'm just checking in to add this quick note before uh, you start the episode. Um, I'm editing in post right now and noticed that there was a sort of uh, a slight ringing or like a high-pitched whine um, in one of the audio tracks. So if you are sensitive to whine or any high-pitched noises, I would recommend you um, skip this episode or try to listen until you can't anymore. Uh, totally understand nothing um, against you or anything like that. Um, it's not something we can control because there's construction sites and machinery and both our locations. So thank you guys for listening and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, this is Selena. Hi everyone, this is Chitika. Uh, and this is our podcast, Working Knowledge. Uh, this is the second episode in our series, um, which is To Be Named. We'll insert a name here. By Thursday, it will be named. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're By recording this, this a little bit earlier, so we don't have a name right now. But um, this episode is, we thought we would kind of um, tangentially talk about uh, another topic that was related to uh, the Internet of Things, which was our first episode. This one, we're going to talk about smart cities, uh, which is a little bit more related to, I guess, architecture and urban planning. So it's kind of more in our field um, or more tangentially related to our field. A lot um, more. Yeah, a lot more. So all about smart spaces and that kind of stuff. So exciting. Mm-hmm. So what's your understanding of what a smart city is? Like as a, as a basic... Uh, term uh well i mean since we're coming fresh out of this uh internet of things conversation um that's sort of at the forefront of my mind right Mm -hmm. is like a smart city is in many ways self-regulated because the different components can talk to each other Mm -hmm. but the the idea is also i think also like if we discuss it from an urban planning perspective like just as designers beyond the internet concept there's also like um this concept of or goal of efficiency so like they're denser they're more like walkable they're like everything you need is sort of packed closer together sure in in a way like you kind of have to project the opposite as much as you can of the suburban experience obviously because urban centers and cities are not supposed to function like suburbs but this Mm -hmm. is really I think really really like walkability changes how you can Mm -hmm. look at you know smart cities because um or just generally cities of the future because I'm coming into it from like like I'm thinking a little bit about uh, the accreditation stuff that I've been looking at Mm -hmm. so there's all these like even the sort of newer like uh, standards or whatever for good design and urban planning are also focused heavily around like dense center sure. and then there's the like aspect of it which is um you know you don't need like a traffic cop person or even mm-hmm. maybe like a traffic signal what is it called in this country a stoplight stoplight um, yeah. it depends on where you are in the country oh really oh yeah some people call it like, traffic light or mm. yeah we say signal usually that's hmm. the and I know signal in driving is also like traffic signal. you know your hands and like it's... turn signal yeah 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 so it's supposed to be it's like I, I've always used signal for both anyway oh, uh, never heard yeah. that yeah yeah but hmm. stoplight um like that's one big thing is that you see like these gifs or diagrams of cars just like 
knowing what's coming and like turning sure. on their own and like avoiding accidents, things like that. That's the first thing I think of is that like self-regulated inter um, intersection. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what about it's, you? How do you? Well, it's interesting that you talk about it. about it. I guess it kind of reflects our backgrounds, right? Because you are definitely more architecture heavy than I am. I'm a little more tech, uh, one foot in tech and one foot in architecture. Um, yeah because you come at it from like a more spatial understanding like it's like a denser like a urban center or like a more um, efficient urban center but from my perspective a smart city is I guess just like the the scaled up version of the internet of things definition Um, it's still about like networks and data uh, more so than like actual urban planning uh, from the tech side I think so I mean, I personally think that obviously they should they should be like combined and like that would optimize the efficiency. But um, yeah, I think okay. So I'm looking at the the Wikipedia definition again. Um, it's an urban area that uses different types of electronic methods and sensors to collect data. Um, so insights from that data are used to manage assets, resources, and services efficiently. Um, in return, that data is used to improve the operations across the city. Um, so I guess this article takes it more from like a data perspective than the architecture perspective. Well, but I, I think, think the data is central to that. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. just about, um, give, you know, a smart city is if you understand what a smart home is, then you just scale it up. Like you yeah, said, exactly. it's a smart city. So it wouldn't be like a concept without, I think, Internet of Things at its core. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there's the more internet-y version and the more thingy, thingy version. version. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's probably kind of where it's at. But I could be, I could be conflating just like mm, no, urban development you're... with smart cities. So I don't know. Yeah, no, it's important. I think um, I almost wish that this this Wikipedia article talked more about the architecture of it because I'm curious what they would have to say you know or what, what the like irony a, a larger is... group of people have to say some of the links we were looking at for the last episode like they have architecture and infrastructure terms in there, but they mm-hmm. mean in like terms of uh, network architecture mm-hmm. oh man that nothing that is probably one of my top three pet peeves is when different type architectures used for another uh thing. for another field and yeah. then when it's used for tech especially because you have space like information design. architecture space space design is a term in tech Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that until a few weeks ago, and I had the biggest argument with my friend. I was like, "What does that mean? That doesn't no. <laughs> you can't say that." <laughs> but it's not like I remember looking, you know, because job postings are a thing. Mm-hmm. That's the annoying thing too. Like if you look up architect, sometimes get most tech- of the times you yeah. get software architect jobs, and you're yeah. like, "This is ridiculous." That's like, not what I'm looking for. Yeah, like I don't know. Somehow I feel like the tech people behind the you know, mm-hmm. job searching tech should be able to understand that like <laughs> somebody might be looking for an architecture job, but maybe we can, that could be a whole series. Oh, okay. Co-opted terms from, um, well, there's, we also do the thing when like an architect says envelope, they're not talking about the piece of. Yeah, but that's it's like envelope is like a, a an envelope, right? But architect is like a, a being. Thank a you. Being. Anyways, um, yeah. So we thought we would talk about like cities and, and, smart technologies in this i think it's a really interesting um topic because it's so developed but not developed at the same time 
Like it, the technology is there, but the cities are really far behind. I think, in my opinion, at least in America, I don't know about other parts of the world, and I can't, I can't speak for them. But in America, right. we're really, um, the cities are not super connected in the way that like a smart city ideally would be. You know. Well, not to sound like a complete transit freak, but <laughs> I would say that where's the train system first of all, and oh, then you can have the internet I know. system honestly so I'm not completely surprised but there are I'm like just looking at you know some examples um I think the New York like waterways is one like okay smart city thing because all this apparently all the city's vessels are connected and they can be monitored 24 7 vessels so, the, the water yeah like yeah. all and yeah so okay. um I think yeah I would say that the, like I on the Hudson, the cohort. East River, and Upper New York Bay, there's, mm-hmm. like, any any floating vessel, <laughs> any flying boat uh-huh. on those, like, water bodies is part of the, like, New York waterways okay. network. So that's the, that's the one example I found that was, like, U.S.-based. But, like, in in the east in there's a lot more large-scale implementation of like full-on smart cities like Mm -hmm. um even in not even i mean the examples i was looking at were like there's a city in south korea uh is currently still being built according to this article but like the business district was pretty far along in 2018 i don't know of course what the current status of any of that is sure for sure um but yeah, I think there is a like you said, like there's sort of a difference between how the how much the implementation sort of has happened in the states versus mm-hmm. in other parts. And there's yeah. there's a even like a city in Spain is doing it, so I don't know if it's even necessarily limited to like the east where sure like there's a much more. I mean, like a lot of cities in like Asia, for example, are way farther ahead in mm-hmm. terms of keeping up. Way with, like, farther. Like just the public tech. transportation alone is public like... transportation like tech and smart cities even sustainability mm-hmm. i mean so many traffic and of even. course there's like yeah. there's you know two sides to the coin so mm-hmm. there's like a flip side to that but there's no denying that like i mean singapore is like the first place that comes to mind but... yeah singapore is technologically leading the world in a lot of ways right in, so in when cities. i when i looked at like when i looked through the example and it was like oh yeah um Singapore and I was like yeah of course like of course there's no surprise there so Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense but yeah I do agree with like what you said about the the public transportation though is that that really drives a lot of the like technological innovation Mm -hmm. and I mean I think the closest thing we have to that uh is like New York City who has a pretty robust uh transportation system um and I think they're slowly getting to the point where they can, like, um, detect, like, traffic data and, and, like, that kind of stuff, but they're not really there. And I don't even know if, like, um, the like American people as, like, a whole are really accepting of smart cities right now. That's, like, another topic of conversation. Or um, science. <laughs> or science in general, yeah. But I don't know. It could just be that, like, the government doesn't want to do... Uh, not not that it it just could be it is that the government um like government cities and um the federal government don't want to spend like as much in, invest as much time and money into these things because 
um, they may not see the value in it. Uh, personally, I disagree I with that. Um, I think I you probably know. do too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I'm just, I'm adjusting my expectations. I would yeah. really like to see yeah. a train from like anywhere to anywhere else. That's not just like, yeah, yeah. it's so sad. It's, I, I miss It's trains. really sad. I mean, I, I visited, um, I went on a trip with my mom to Italy and we traveled by train everywhere and it was so convenient so nice and coming back I was like there's nothing here that even compares to like um just like Europe's ability to travel within you know, know. Europe and like I was I was I did this as a joke one time because I was like um trying to get home from Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh back to Indiana and there's the only way to get there basically in a reasonable amount of time is to drive um even if you fly like it it's like two layovers or like one really long layover yeah. and like you could not take a bus it would take like hours and hours like two days probably i think oh my god really yeah there's no i guess this goes into like the whole like transit system which is not necessarily about smart cities um but like you said it is deeply yeah. connected because it is. Uh, where we're seeing like implementation of smart, smart city technology yeah. is like the transportation is the easiest way to understand that right because even if you think about it in terms of cars like like i said to me i always think of like the self-navigating intersection mm -hmm. where you don't have to worry about like like a because all the vehicles are like connected on this network yeah, your car like knows yeah v2x but like v2v is probably yeah. like the you know big one here is that you know car knows like oh, there's another car there at X distance mm -hmm. and I need to stop, otherwise we'll crash. And there's some, there has to be some system to decide like precedence, probably just traffic yeah. rules, right? But yeah. I mean, even V2P is also a thing, like talking, like pedestrians knowing somehow. I'm assuming it means that like a vehicle knows about pedestrians in the mm -hmm. area mm -hmm. and can adjust accordingly. I don't know, unless you had like a tip in your brain, I don't know how you would have like any extra Ooh, awareness. That's of, getting uh, real close with Neuralink and, and Elon Musk's project. Nope. But we won't talk about that today. No, I need yeah. to be like functional and not terrified. Yeah, um, I, th I think, yeah, what you're saying is true. I think uh, also like, there are small instances, I think, where smart cities are are slowly being um, implemented in the United States. And I think they're really small communities, right? Like uh, university campuses, I would say those are like an example of like a smart city or like even smart campus, smart campus, like research that's done on that campus is kind of implemented on that campus to make it more smart. Right. Like for Carnegie yeah, Mellon, yeah. it's kind of like that. I'm sure it is for a lot of other tech schools as well. Um, so that's like kind of a way that people uh, test things, I guess, mm -hmm. right? Like that can be replicated then later on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's also, I know we talk about like rapid urbanization and we've been discussing rapid urbanization for like two decades, if not more <sighs> now, but um, we were just discussing this, right? Like it's kind of alarming what a small um physical footprint cities actually have like how much of the earth surface mm -hmm. is actually urbanized not to say that we've done it sustainably or in with any semblance of control yep. but from a strictly numbers perspective there's still a very small which is terrifying right if you think of like oh if we actually only took over such a small section of the earth's surface and had mm -hmm. so much negative impact like 
geez but i know um apparently like 60 percent of the population is supposed to be living in cities by 2050 which to me seems like a really small number and a really big number at the same time because we are talking about 60 percent of like 60 is a lot 60 is like more than half (laughs) it is more than half (laughs) sorry (laughs) it is more. thank you for that astute observation I i was just thinking in my mind um, it's less than three yeah. quarters. Yeah. I mean, Anyways. it is. I'm just using. But mm-hmm. it's true. No, it is a lot of people. Like, it's one of those things, again, like, percentages can be so misleading because mm-hmm. um, you don't quantify that into number of people. Sure, but 60% sure. of 8 billion is more than uh, 4 billion. <laughs> yeah, more than 4. 4, almost 5 billion. <laughs> Probably. Five. Yeah. I don't know. I can't do math. Anyways. Um, we were yeah. both treasurer too, so this is really. You bad. know, there's a difference between accounting and like mental math. In I my... guess no, but we didn't have um, billions of dollars. Yeah, of we had like think about so. not even hundreds. Well, I can hundreds. do sixty percent of like a hundred. That's sixty. Yeah, 60. that's all you need to know. I really hope my dad isn't listening to this. Um, or my everyone I know knows I'm not good at mental math. So, um, what were we talking about? We were talking about how many people are going to be living in cities in the next oh, yeah. three days. Well, I think that's, like, an important thing, right? Because I I don't know if this is just, like, the trend or not, but, like, upgrading to, like, smart technologies is, like, a way to um, get people to the cities or mm-hmm. um, to, like, increase the economy in cities. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with that now, right, because of, of quarantine and people moving out of cities. Of but um, in, like, a, you know, non-COVID world or, like, post-covid world that would be like a boom to the economy for yeah for that city so well i do wonder about like climate migration and like mm-hmm. what is the overlap of obviously pe- so people are moving inland mm-hmm. or expected to be moving inland from the coast because of coastal inundation yeah well some people which, don't care but i yeah the general trend is this yeah. is the people here are all people who like yeah who i mean believe in cities and yeah uh climate change and tech so yeah that's who we're talking about suppose that's less than four billion anyway mm-hmm. where was i going with that Moving so yeah there's well i was talking to we this was a completely different conversation but there was this like question of what is climate if we're talking from a u.s perspective what does climate migration mean for um inland cities that are mm. typically not as urbanized right because like most of the it's like new york and la essentially but like the coasts are the sort of like peaks of urbanization of like technology of etc cetera, etc cetera. Sure. and if people start moving inwards and then a little bit like upwards from the bottom then there's gonna inevitably be like some kind of urban the expectation or one outcome is that there's urbanization of the central areas mm-hmm. and then like i'm it's like I, I really don't know what to say like that's going to look like because a yeah, smart city in the Midwest, knows. like what would that even, what I would that just, entail? I just looked up uh, smart cities in America. I just did a Google search and um, some of the smartest cities are in the middle of the country, like Boulder, really? Colorado. Uh, Austin, Texas is like a little bit more south, obviously. Um, Columbus, mm-hmm. Ohio, Chicago, obviously is a smart, smart quote unquote city definitely in the in the midwest though um but yeah kentucky those things i guess it depends on yeah it depends on what you define as a smart city right because like even just the 
integration of Uber and Lyft in a city could be considered mm. smart. Um, That's true. Or like any like ride sharing program or electric um, car like uh, integration. Like if you have like a, a an influx of like Tesla uh, vehicles or any electric vehicles, you know, that can be considered smart as well. So, hmm. yeah, I'm curious. Oh, it says Pittsburgh's on here. Well, yeah, we've had a, yeah. I was going to say, like, I keep seeing, now I'm wishing I had gone to more of them, but there's a lot of conversation in Pittsburgh around, like, smart cities. Or, like, and, smart infrastructure, I think yeah. is a big one. Because we have well, a, not we, but, like, Pittsburgh has a really big uh, flooding problem, um, storm flooding. Stormwater management problem. Yeah, yeah. stormwater management. Um, yeah, there. I think there are definitely um, ways that, the city is trying to improve that. I also think that they're really trying to improve like pedestrian and bike uh, friendly uh, pathways like within the city. And it's a pretty small footprint of the city. So I think that's, that's definitely like contributing to the smartness of it. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm looking at all these other ones. There's uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, um, which they talk about uh, sustainability, health, efficiency. They have like a whole plan by the city. Um, all these cities have plans. Who knows if they're going to implement all of them. Um, Austin, Texas, Columbus, Ohio, um, which focuses specifically on transportation and connected infrastructure. Um, let's see. LaGrange, Georgia. I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's cool. LaGrange has gained international attention for offering free internet access to its citizens via cable Not television. Bad. That's cool. Cable yeah, TV I, is still a thing. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's actually, I mean, well, I, I guess also, that's, that's part of the smart cities kind of thing, right? Um, te- sure. The technology <laughs> side of it is a free internet or, um, you know, free access to internet. That's like a really more popularized thing now i don't remember which city did it first but it's like a bigger thing now but it makes sense because typically if you live in a smart city if it's like truly smart you would need an app on your like a city app on your phone Mm -hmm. and obviously to do that like you would have to be connected to the internet right Mm -hmm. if like iot is at the center of it all Mm -hmm. so that does make sense like there isn't like there is an act access increase in access to certain resources that's tied with it because you almost need to be at a certain level of tech Mm -hmm. literacy or have access to tech to be able to exist in that city but i don't know what the like equity implications are for that and also since we're talking about the different ways of like what does it mean to be a smart city there's different you know levels and i surprised we didn't think about this earlier but like the smart energy grid is also a big part mm, of it because we've discussed it, the scale of smart homes um and so it makes sense on a larger scale too where there's just direct information exchange between the grid and like the utility provider and the consumer mm-hmm. um and then also like making that more efficient right that's like a yeah. big part of smart homes yeah so, yeah, yeah yeah but I guess it's again it comes to the same thing like once it clicks on a certain level it's replicable on so many other levels yeah scalable um but it it really depends on who's pushing that forward and who's willing to put in oh, the sure. work and the money sure, for sure, that. sure. cuz it is expensive sure. and I I get that um which is why like I think cities like San Francisco who has 
um, maybe an influx of like technology and money they they are a little bit more advanced um yeah maybe i don't know if they are advanced i don't know they they have a really crappy transportation system but like the technological like apps and stuff available to you that's what's really connecting you to the city um hmm. it really actually a lot of it comes down to regulation like we were talking about um if if government officials are willing to look at the opportunities um, for this, because a lot of people, I think they just see like the price tag and they don't see the, the long-term um, efficiencies that come with it. Well, I wonder since there is inevitably a role of like the tech industry, which is highly privatized, what does mm -hmm. that mean for, you know, the question of like who controls cities? Because that's true. There has to be some overlap between the public sector and the private sector for this kind of project to actually work at the scale a scale where it can be successful or like life-changing mm -hmm. i don't how this sounds like a question for like a smart cities panel and i'm sure it's been discussed like over <laughs> oh and over, i'm sure i we just didn't do all that research it's like i think a, a, at this scale it's harder to imagine i know we had this conversation a bit on the last episode where you can understand it at the scale of your coffee maker and your appliances and mm -hmm. even to some degree like your car and your house mm -hmm. but when it comes to something as large scale as infrastructure or like the economy right like understanding what a smart city um looks like in terms of like living standards or mm -hmm. what does it mean for um like business and like cash flow and like that side of because obviously that's a big part of um city planning and like keeping a city going mm -hmm. so i don't like at that scale i sort of need it's hard to wrap your mind around yeah yeah i mean that's also like that's not something that's it's in a, in a way it's highly it's spe specialized information because mm -hmm. um it shouldn't be i suppose but yeah yeah but like while that's still happening i think Anytime someone discusses smart cities, ultimately, I just come back to the Jetsons. The Jetsons? You don't know what the Jetsons is? Okay. No. Okay. okay. I'm sending you this. You got to watch it. Just like, I'll send okay, you okay. this clip. But um, is it like a animation? It's a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. You watch the. Wait, you, watch the you have to know the Jetsons. You know, like uh, Hanna Barbara, that they did all the good cartoons when we were kids. I didn't watch that many. I watched oh. Barney when I was a kid and Blue's Clues. I was a big Blue's Clues fan. That's so. oh, you're a Nickelodeon kid. What yeah. about um, the Flintstones? You know how they are. I know th I know who they are. I just yeah. I never like watch them. I never. Okay, so this yeah. is a cartoon from the '60s. Okay. It's really funny because that was a long time ago, and they had like the Flintstones and the Jetsons, and they were the same people. So oh. they went really far back, and in their eyes, like really far ahead. And the Jetsons is supposed to be set like a hundred years into the future, okay. which is 2060 from that time. Okay. So that's not. I have far the far theme ahead. song. Is that what you wanted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay, okay. It's, it's, this is just see what I, you'll see what I mean All when right. I say it. Like, I'll share my screen so everyone else can watch. Is this the right one? Mm-hmm. Did you know that the earth is not like fully round? It's yes. It's like kind of like. It's like an shape. orange. Yeah. It's like smushed. Oh, okay, I know. Uh, yeah, I've seen this before. I've never like watched them, watch them, but like I, I recognize it. It's such a good show. 
I love her outfit so much. <laughs> That's funny. So Shopping they're still center. using paper money in this cartoon, which is hilarious to me. Yeah. Wow. So cute. So cute. Oh my gosh. Anyways. The I sent you another clip, which is uh, oh, okay. Hold on. George Jetson getting ready for work. That's a little more like smart homes, but I think it's really funny. It's like okay, I, it's really weird to see what people in the '60s thought the future would look like. But some of these things are legit a thing. Yeah, of course. So we could talk and like years and years about like <laughs> things projections. That, yeah, projections. Yeah. Um, it's very okay. cool. This one, right? Getting ready mm -hmm. for work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where are my shoes? Right in front of you, dear, where they're supposed to be. Well, I just want to be I sure. hope everyone else is watching the YouTube as well, so you can enjoy this with us. Yesterday, I walked out of here with my shoes on my ears. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. How would you put pants on from above? <laughs> is this what you were talking about in the last episode when you wanted something to uh oh. happen when you a little got bit, out of the yeah. shower yeah yeah, yeah. Not, maybe not this extreme don't forget you have to drop astro off at obedience school on your way to work oh yeah yeah this is his school day huh oh boy will he be tickled here astro <laughs> time to go play with your doggy pals oh the dog's so big i know it's a horse Seen him for ten years, you know. Oh my gosh! Now cut that out. If I want a bath, I'll take a shower. <laughs> oh, oh, George, he's just excited. You know how. But I isn't their fashion so cool too? It's, I know. it's so I know. like weird and futuristic. I, know. I guess like the word futuristic is like a whole other. Thing. Oh yeah, it's a full aesthetic. <laughs> what is this? There's nothing worse than showing up at work covered with dog heads. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now I'm going to get all these recommendations for the Jetsons. You're welcome. Oh yeah, you have some Flintstones recommendations. Oh, Ooh, recess. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, it's weird. Like some of that is potentially how we're planning mm -hmm. um, things too. So I don't know. I know. Maybe, I don't think it's going to. 2060 could be a thing, actually. I take it back. I was going to say, I don't We're think gonna it's going to We're going to see 2060. Then, it's only, what, 30 years or 40 years away. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty cool. I mean, if you think of 40 years ago, that was the 80s. So mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot has changed since, a lot has changed since oh, the 80s. I'm so curious to see what our future, I mean, also, I'm also like scared. I don't know if I want to see what our future is. If it's not where uh, we want it to be, that'll be really upsetting. But, you know. On some level, like 2060 is either post-apocalyptic or utopia. I don't ooh, know. It's ooh. One or the other, right? It is one or the Well, yeah, it is one or the other. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see we'll where see. we end up. In. Well, I hope we're not like crying at this video 40 years We'll uh, look back on this video in 2060 and see uh, how we feel about it then. Unless, no. But what if, like, the way we have videos now become, like, cassettes? Because, like, now if you have, like, recorded stuff, you can't even watch it unless you mm -hmm. find the VCR, which mm -hmm. is so hard to do. 
So it's like, maybe this will just go off in some version of the cloud that's considered ancient. What would be more advanced than the cloud, though? That's the thing. Isn't cloud like the... I mean, I guess this is maybe just me being naive, but this is... The cloud is the, like, ideal non-physical... I guess it's kind of physical, but, like, not, you know, physical kind of recording or database device. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a... I have no idea. But that's... Well, it's also to be recorded somewhere, but... Probably, but it's... I don't know. It's just funny to think of. I'm sure it won't be that as much of a thing that, like, you know, cassettes are, like, absolutely inaccessible now and like mm. they'll probably still be able to watch this 40 years from now but unless we do the backwards thing where like all tech explodes and we're back to like the stone age oh my god it's like um interstellar where they go back to you know being never watched farmers. that <gasps> i'm that's I know. I, okay i know some people have this is like so we're not even on the topic of like smart cities anymore but if <laughs> i know a lot of people don't like uh, Interstellar, but a lot of people do, and I'm one of those people that love Interstellar. I love I the soundtrack. I love the story. I have this. It's a great movie. Prime. Maybe I a plus. Ten out of ten. Uh, I think I actually watched that in theaters like twice. So. Oh my god. Yeah, which I rarely do. Well, it now is I'm kind thinking- of related to a smart city, I guess, if you think about it that way. They did have smart cities, and then things happened. Blight happened, and then they had to go back to farming. So. Whoops. Whoops. We'll see. If we're Anyways. living on Mars in 2060, then I don't think we can watch this video. Uh, you never know. What do you, you What do you do? Like take the cloud with you? The cloud doesn't <laughs> exist on Mars. The Something. cloud is is information that's like it's still like in a physical like thing. yeah. But yeah. I highly doubt the connectivity extends to Mars. Mm. You know, if we that- if we go to Mars and they let us like bring like one thing, I would bring like a USB of all of our uh oh not a usb but like some some hardware item that yeah. has all of our recordings of our uh our podcast so we can see what it's yeah. like what are you gonna watch it on though <laughs> on mars you just know it's there <laughs> it's fine there it'll it's like a little like time capsule it would be easier to take a physical time capsule honestly yeah that's true probably unless it would like doesn't the sunlight hit different on Mars? Is presumably so. Like maybe the photo, ex- like the exposure, would mess with your photograph. Mm, maybe. I maybe doubt the that's... maybe the trick is to just transcribe all these episodes and bring them in paper, back to pen and paper, and books. Or you can just do that. You know that Black Mirror episode where like you have mm. memories and then you can watch them. Mm-hmm. That's the way to go. Yeah, but how would you watch them? Where are they stored? Right in your head. Oh. You have a chip, right? That's how they the have a chip link. and then you have yeah, whatever. That thingy. That's that's it. That's how we can yeah. live on Mars. Either that or we do what Matt Damon did with the potato farming. Those are the only two ways. Well, it didn't really work out so well in the middle of that movie and then it eventually was fine. But Alright, anyways. Um that was super off topic, but I hope no. that some Who people knows, the smart city enjoyed. of the future might be powered by potatoes. Potato batteries. Powered by potatoes. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> smart city on Mars with a uh, Neuralink in your head where you That's can watch our podcast. Definitely someone's thesis project. I'm not even joking. I know. I mean, I, Elon Musk has probably been dreaming about this for however long he's been <laughs> on this project with the Neuralink <laughs> and the Mars and the Tesla and everything and SpaceX. So. 
Okay. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure and watching, you if and you watch. watching if you're watching. Please watch. I think I think it's more fun to watch if you're we, like we do at try our to like sit up straighter and look a little uh, better. So yeah. so there's a little bit more it requires a little bit more prep. Um, yeah, but I like it, and this is just a fun project for us. So uh, make sure you guys uh, like uh, follow if you're on like a uh, like a what do you call it a streaming platform. A, a streaming platform um subscribe whatever um follow us on instagram yeah our instagram is working knowledge uh underscore podcast right yeah and uh we will be on there posting clips and stuff like that that's yeah. what we've always done if you haven't come from there so. do we tell them that they can write to us now <gasps> oh yeah you can write to us now we have an email we're yeah. official yeah. um what's the uh the email name i think it's working knowledge <laughs> it's I th- pod. pod working knowledge pod uh we'll put it in the description so we will yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but write to us tell us maybe like things you want us to learn or series you want us to do we can also start a corrections corner because that's i don't know maybe you can say hey corner. you completely missed this like really important thing about smart cities because you should have done more studying that's okay but we do what we can all right. Can't. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you or hear you or whatever next time. Read you. <laughs> Read you. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye.